We're a couple of guys who like to watch movies Cinema nerds who made it our duty To make a show where we break down, discuss, and review Buckle up and hold it steady Grab your favorite flick and have your popcorn at the ready Cause we're gonna have a party if you're wondering who's invited It's you We're the men who watch movies Our podcast is super groovy We believe in only two things Being badass and watching movies Did we mention that we like watching movies? We're the men who watch movies Hey, hello everyone. Uh, this is uh, this is our very first episode of the Men Who Watch Movies. My name is Alec. Uh, my name is uh, DJ, and we're here to talk about the Batman movie and compare the movie to its different quality. Yeah, yeah. We we just saw the Batman. So how how, uh, how did you like it overall? Oh, it was very good. You know, Robert Pattinson plays a very convincing Batman. He is a detective, mm-hmm. which we haven't seen in the movies. He's very grounded, but he has his uh, gravitas. He has the nature of the quality of Batman. He's he's a different Batman that we haven't seen before. I like his take. Um, the Riddler, I thought that he was very perfect. But uh, later, we're going to compare it to Jim Carrey and other Riddler yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a big, big contrast. I mean, such a different character in those two movies said. Uh, Definitely nothing like each other, but yeah, I did, definitely did like the movie too. I think, I think there was a, I was worried that it was going to be the same as like the Christopher Nolan movies. It looked very in that same universe, but it, it, I think it pushed it to the next level. It was a different enough to where it wasn't the same thing over and over again. Uh, so I think they did a good job. It was like, it's like three hours long, wasn't it? Like, yes, it was yeah. like three hours it, uh, long. I don't think it felt like it, but I think also, uh, Kind of felt it a little bit because I saw it really late, but yeah, I think they did a good job managing their time, and it didn't it didn't feel too much like like the three hour runtime, but uh, yeah, I agree on that, especially because they they uh, they portray it to look like it from the other comic books, uh, the Batman, the Long Halloween. Yeah, that was definitely an with inspiration. The, the Catwoman, the Catwoman with the the mask and yeah. the long short hair. I definitely like this Catwoman better than some of the previous iterations. Definitely the Holly Berry one. Um, <laughs> no way. But, uh, I liked Pfeiffer? it better than the Anne Hathaway one. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer is still one of my favorites. But Anne Hathaway one was, wasn't it Anne Hathaway that yeah. did it in the, in the Christopher Nolan one? She's pretty good. I mean, uh, I mean, she's grounded a little different. I think, I think different. that one, yeah, I think that one fell flat for me. It was, eh, it was kind of boring. I, this one, this Catwoman was a lot better. Um, yeah, you know, there was a little different takes on Catwoman, little stuff like that. Yeah. I I think that you know when they put a Batman film like that, I think they want to have more characters, make them more grounded, stuff like that. But I do think that you know this is very good and it has the potential to make more movies. Yeah, I suppose if they're going to make more movies, well, I, wanna, I guess they yeah. want to make more films. Yeah, I think there's definitely potential. I don't want to spoil anything. I don't know if we're, I don't want to get into spoilers on this episode, but uh, there's a there's like an ending. And it might tease some other villains in the future, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, yeah, so it leaves the door open definitely. So yeah. we'll see. I think. I mean, if the I think the Riddler. I mean, not the Riddler. The Joker, right, is getting a sequel. I believe he is. Yes. So I think if that's getting a sequel, this one's definitely going to get a sequel. Cause, I mean, it, it leaves the door open for that. So uh, I'm looking forward to you know what they have next. And it has 
an HBO Max special of the Penguin spinoff. Colin Farrell's own the Penguin spinoff. Oh, really? I didn't hear about that. Yeah, it was, it's pretty good. You know, I hear that they're going to make it rated R because of the uh, Gravitas and whatnot. Yeah, because I, was, I was really hoping that this one would be rated R, but I feel like it, it, it did a good job with what they had to deal with. They really don't want to make their other movies all radar because they because you know kids and whatnot and they just you know they yeah, want to like, uh, yeah i feel like a kid shouldn't even seen this one though i feel like if they were going to push it into a dark area they should have just gone all the way because i feel like dc it is very you know it, that's the kind of you know company that would want to go in that direction and i feel like with stuff like deadpool being rated art and doing very well they should have they should have no reason why they couldn't go rated R, but <laughs> it, it did okay with what you know the limitations they had Trying to it was stay very PG-13. good. The way it portrayed itself and the way that all movies should be. Oh, yeah. Yes. Before we get further into the Batman, I don't know if with trailers that you saw in the theater that you were at, but I saw a, a trailer for the movie, and I've heard about it for a bit. It was Nicolas Cage. I don't know if you've seen that trailer with the Nicolas yeah. Cage movie. Oh. <laughs> it was weird. It was well, it, It's Nicolas Cage playing himself. Oh, I, I saw that one with my dad one time. <laughs> oh, my God. That was funny. No, yeah, that caught I mean, my eye. But I, I heard about it and it sounded kind of you know. Nicholas Cage movies are very hit and miss, especially nowadays. But uh, you know, nothing like his heyday with Con Air. The Con Air was you know that was one of my favorite. Yeah, you know, movies. Well, you know, John, John Malkovich and his What's bald that? head. You know, you know he he's very convincing. Yeah, Con Air is like the epitome of Nick Cage for me. I don't know why, but uh, but yeah, this movie looked interesting. He's he's kind of playing a hyper realistic version of himself, and then uh, Pedro Pascal who played the Mandalorian. Oh yeah, He's, he plays like uh, this villain in the movie. It's yeah, it's very interesting, and it's weird because they're like they become friends because he he invites Nicolas Cage over I think to a party, and he learns out he's like this crime. He's like this guy who's doing some crimes, and he's he ends up trying to have to fight him, but he doesn't want to fight him because he became good friends with him, and it's just goofy. I don't know. I just thought I'd mention it because it was it was interesting for me. Yeah, I saw the trailer. <laughs> it was pretty you know goofy, but I. Think that it might be a really good movie. It just say I just think that you know, yeah, you know, I, I'm more a fan of comedy movies and more fan of drama yeah. movies. But you know, back back on to the Batman point, you know, it's very good. You know, I thought that the Riddler was very grounded. He's based <laughs> off the Zodiac Killer. They're making more. It's fresh. It's oh, new. Yeah. It's I like inventive. how you. I like how you slickly took the topic off of Nick Cage. But. They always have <laughs> a grounded Riddler. This this Riddler is very grounded, oh, yeah, and he's this- based off. The a real life Zodiac killer and yes, exactly. Yeah, I was yeah, that's that's one point I was going to bring up. Um, I feel like it was really on the nose with the Zodiac killer references, but I, I didn't mind it too much, especially with that thing he had the cipher with like the different clues that was taken directly out of like the Zodiac killing. I don't know if anyone's familiar with that. It's this guy he uh, he would kill people and leave like these clues behind, and he would uh, post stuff in the papers, and then the cops would have to try and you know, figure out what he was saying. And uh, he actually has never been caught to this day. Uh, people have ideas who they think he might be, but yeah, it's this whole thing. Go, go look it up and you know, read a book. But uh, yeah, they took a lot of that inspiration from their real life uh, killings and they put it in the character of the Riddler. And I think, I think they did a really good job grounding it because, you know, the last Riddler that we saw in live action, you know, was, the infamous uh, Jim Carrey portrayal. You know. Oh yes, it, he he was always fantastic. You know, very you know. Oh, yeah. You can't go very, wrong. Yeah, he, he was you no know, out there. You know, very you know comical, very high energy, <laughs> very you know. Yeah, very different from this movie, but uh, various laughter, stuff like that. He, you can never go wrong with Jim Carrey. Yeah, 
I mean, he always plays himself, but that's, you know, that's the appeal of the Jim, you know, Jim Carrey's movies and stuff like that. Um, yeah, totally, totally different ballpark here. Uh, I, I re, I rewatched, uh, Batman, Batman Forever, right? Batman. Yep. Yeah, I always get them confused because Batman Forever and then there's Batman and Robin, but Batman and, I feel like Batman and Robin would have been a better title for Batman Forever. Because then in the other, in Batman and Robin, you have Batman and Robin and Batgirl. I don't know. It's confusing. It's yeah. my head's twisted right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I rewatched Batman Forever. It's so goofy, but yeah, it's a good for a laugh, you know. Exactly. I mean, the, the movie starts off with a big like joke with you know Batman getting ready, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, it looks very serious and dark, and then all of a sudden, uh, what is it, Alfred? He's like, oh, you know, did you want to make me a? Did you want me to make you a sandwich, sir? And he's like, I'll get drive through. Like what? What? It's Val Kilmer, and he's so funny. He's, he's Batman. Started off good, and then and then all of a sudden they start with like a joke, and, and it just gets worse from there. But it's it's it, it's fun to watch. Yeah, my favorite guy is the the one guy. He's like a he's like a guard at the um, at the bank or something. And they, yes. remember they were trying to steal money from a vault, or yes. and they trick Batman into going in the vault. It's like a trap, and it closes behind him. And there's that goofy guard. Oh no, it's boiling acid. Like what? Uh, that was just it's just totally like a cartoon at that yeah, point. Was like, which was I feel like even the Batman cartoons weren't even that goofy yeah. they, were, they were more serious compared to this this movie but well compared to the Adam West it was so classic and so with that oh yeah but that's right oh they, yeah um, I believe I heard an interview with Mark Hamill that he didn't want his Joker to be like you know um, like Jack Nicholson so I guess like he wanted to, his Joker had to be more like you know um more different. It sounded British, but it really, really um, was grounded for, you know, the purpose of the animated series, you know, for Mark Hamill being the Joker. Uh-huh. He's just perfect for that role, and I hope he does more Joker roles. Uh, yeah, I think he's like the epitome of the Joker for people. Um, I don't think there's been really like a Riddler where people could say, like, this is the definitive Riddler. I mean, I think Frank Gorshin, he kind of really set the standard. Uh, but in the original, in the, you know, the sixties Batman, you know, it was very silly. The Riddles and stuff like that. It was, you know, it was all lighthearted. It was campy. That was the appeal. Everyone liked it. And now, you know, everyone's trying to make a move away from that. For a while, they went back to it when we, you know, again, back to the Jim Carrey Riddler. It went mm-hmm. very campy again. Very campy. And, then, and it was, you know, very funny and very. Yeah. But now I think, good. I think we're just getting more and more grounded, which is great. Yep. Um, and not to say off topic, but, um, the, Andy Serkis, Alfred, he was very good. Yeah, I actually ended up liking him a lot. I wasn't sure about him. Uh, I don't know. I think, of course, Michael... What was it? Michael Caine? No, well, Michael Caine did a really Michael good Go? job. And Michael Go, Yeah, I think Michael Go. I think I pronounce it. Goff or Go or Go? something. Like yeah. I think he he's my like definitive Alfred. I think oh, he, he's fantastic. he has like that, that very... The British voice. British, yeah, the British like butler voice. Like When I think of Alfred, I think of him. Um yeah, Michael Caine did an excellent stuff. job too. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Andy Serkis, I think he did a good job. I first knew him just from doing like when he did his uh, motion capture work on different movies. You know, he was you know Gollum, of course. Yeah, Lord of the Rings, Smeagol, and uh, and, and you know, he, he was a uh, King Kong. King, yeah, and King he was Kong. a chef also. In oh King yeah, Kong. and King Kong. <laughs> he played two roles. A lot of people don't like that King Kong movie. I like that King Kong movie. Not to get uh, off topic. A, not to get off topic, but you know, <laughs> I still think that you know the Batman movie is so definitive. I give it two thumbs up. Um, oh yeah, it's grounded. It has a lot of stuff in there. Not to get any more, and not to get into the spoilers, but I do think that Colin Farrell's Penguin is very, very good. 
Although I do think he sounds like Edward G. Robinson a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit, because I, I I guess they wanted him more different. Like he was so different. But I heard in an interview that he wanted to have a he wanted to smoke a cigar. I don't know what happened, but I oh, guess yeah. the people didn't want him to do that. So I guess yeah, they're, I don't know. Hollywood's very scared about putting cigars in movies, trying to make it look cool. But I don't think anyone would like to look like the penguin. So I think they should have been fine there. I don't know. I still think he should have wore a top hat. <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe when they bring him around again, he's what I like about these movies. They didn't kill anyone off; they're all still alive. They're all in prison, you know. Um, Riddler's in prison, and then that unnamed villain that I'm not going to say in the that's in the later part of the movie is in prison. And, oh, I won't say it. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no spoilers here yet. No spoilers. Um, we'll talk about it later, maybe when uh, when when after the movie's been out for a while. Yep. And then, uh, and of course, Penguin's still, you know, farting around. Yeah. So he's, uh, so they're still, they're building up this universe where there's going to be all these villains. So it's kind of exciting. And like they, a rogue they might, gallery. They might, yeah, exactly. Like the comic books, you know, I hated, uh, old school comic book movies that they would get a villain and then they would kill him off. I remember Stanley talking about how, like, you know, we never, you know, they never did that in the comic books because they, if they killed off all their villains, they would have no one for the, the hero to fight. So I like, I like that they're starting to yeah, do this. Yeah. It's very grounded, very yeah. rooted. I think that when they made a Batman movie like this, it was very new. Fresh, very original, very um, different. You know, this Batman is like a detective, like Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, that's one thing I think they did really good. They they would touch on hints of that, the, the detective stuff in other movies, but I think they really, he's definitely becoming more of a detective in these movies. And I think this is the epitome of that, where he was definitely investigating. Like he was really smart. He knew he knew stuff. He would go to the, the crime scenes and he would say, okay, this is what the, you know, Oh, this is what this means, and this is... Yeah, he was super smart, you know. Yeah. I do think that, you know, um, not to get off topic, but actually, uh, Robert Padson, who was on Twilight uh, for some time ago, now he is no longer Twilight Boy. He is Batman. <laughs> we got him as Batman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was... Yeah. I definitely had hesitations when I first saw it, but then I was thinking, you know, he's, he's done a lot of good work lately. And, uh, I mean, I don't know if you've seen that movie... Uh, Lighthouse with uh, I probably have Defoe. I probably have. Uh, I saw it. It was it was interesting. It's very uh, artsy movie. Uh, it's not for everybody, uh, but uh, he did a great job in that. And I feel like once I saw that, I was like, okay, he's gonna be a great Batman. He's, he he can pull it off. Um, I've been open, more open minded ever since Heath Ledger was cast as Joker. I don't know. Oh, he was fantastic. Uh, yeah, he was. He, yeah, he's definitely. I don't he think, was I think the epitome of saying, stuff. Yeah. He was the the the. the yeah. The very, you know, very um, original, very different, oh, yeah. very rounded, very... Um, he didn't need any voice modulation. He was so, like, you know, he had, when he came when he came into character, he was like, <laughs> like that. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, I remember when he was first cast as the Joker. I was like, what the heck is this? I, see, I, I saw, like, a picture of him. He had, like, long hair. And I was just like, oh, this is going to be stupid. What do they pick him for? Because I think he'd only been in, like, I mean, he had been in some, you know, serious stuff like Brokeback Mountain, but the then Patriot. The, but then he, yeah, Patriot, and but then he has also been in like, you know, romantic comedy type movies. And I was like, yeah, he's been kind of all over the place, and I don't know if Joker seemed right for him at the time, but he totally blew it out of the water. And now I'm just like, okay, I'm going to give it a try. Mm-hmm. Before I make judgments, I'll see it in theaters, and uh, yeah, I think I, I've learned to not prejudge. So definitely, Robert Pattinson, you know, I. I Seeing some of the the newest work that he's been in before Batman, I felt like okay, he might be able to pull it off, and he definitely did. 
kind of very brooding though he's like very like, he almost had like the emo hair going on I very thought, serious i thought he was going to turn into bully mcguire for a second there you know he, he would walk around with his eye makeup on this i think this is the first batman where we see the eye makeup yeah. on right yeah because usually they'll they'll all the Batmans have eye makeup underneath their masks, but when they take off their mask, it's, it's mysteriously gone. Yeah. But this one, they keep it on, which I like to make it more realistic. Like, Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like more serious, more grounded. I do think that, you know, he's like, you know, very different. But, uh, yeah, you he's, know. He was very, like, uh, he reminded me of, like, because uh, all the other Batman are very agile. They're very, like, ghost-like. They, like, disappear really quick. And I feel like this Batman, he was very, like, brutish. Like, he reminded me of, like, a... Like a horror movie character, like he oh, would, yeah. he would come in the room and he was like he had like those heavy feet. He, he's walking around yeah. really slow. Uh, he he wasn't trying to like hide from anyone, and he like, would just he like, would just stomp around and scare the shit out of people. And I think that was oh yeah, that was a different uh, definitely uh, good. He was so was different. Different take on Batman. I feel like it made him more like imposing rather than like this mysterious ghost. I mean, he would he would sometimes do that too, where he would hide in the shadows and whatnot. But I feel like a lot of times he would just walk. He would have like that slow, evil walk, and he was to scare you know the villains. I think that was great. That not to get off topic, but actually they have this scene where the Riddler is hiding in the shadows in the mayor's oh. house, and it's like it's direct reference to Michael Myers and Halloween. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I would consider that a spoiler, but that's not a spoiler. But I, I just, just, I just, I just threw it out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that would def- that definitely creeped me the hell out. Um, when he was hiding in the, yeah, I don't know. Go go see the movie. Go see the movie. I don't know. Maybe we it. might bleep that out. I don't know. But uh, I want you, I want you guys to be surprised. We'll bleep it out. Yeah, we'll bleep it out. Don't worry, guys. Um. So how would you how would you overall uh, rate Dano's performance though? Like what? Like let's break it down. Like what 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 did you like about it? Uh, it was very grounded. It was very uh-huh. serious. I can see why they got him to. Looked like the Zodiac Killer, but not really. But they referenced it a lot, a yeah. little bit. But yeah, I was, I was hesitant. The only thing I was hesitant about the Riddler was that weird, like Gimp mask that he wears. Like, what? It was kind of weird. It was like a winter mask. It was a weird. Yeah, it's actually like a yeah. The real. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah, you can actually buy it online, and it's actually sold out. A lot of weirdos are buying it up, but it's a uh, it's like a military like cold winter mask you could buy, um, and then. Yeah, that was this kind of odd choice, uh, but I think it, it worked because in this movie he, he kind of gets a lot of uh, comparisons to like the Batman. He compares himself a lot to Batman. Like he thinks, you know, I feel like he thinks he's when he's putting on that mask, he's almost like Batman in a way where he's he's trying to be like justice for the city, trying to get back at people who or are, vengeance. Yeah, he's yeah. That's a word they throw a lot, a lot around is vengeance and. You feel like he's he's the vengeance of the city, just like Batman feels like he's the vengeance of the city, and there's a lot of that uh, that kind of comparison between Batman and Riddler being almost the same. And there's a point where even Batman has to like question, you know, his intentions, and it it, it poses like a real moral dilemma for him because like you now is he is he just being just as bad as the Riddler, something like that. Yeah, I mean Batman is kind of grounding himself to where he doesn't want to cross the line between. Um, killing and just saving the world of Gotham City, but I do think that he is the best Batman ever. Yeah. Although that John Trevor was in the movie, and I, I I do think that he was a very good villain, but I do think that he had a little bit of a he didn't have too much screen time. <laughs> I still wish he had more screen time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Totoro, yeah, he was, yeah, 
Who was he? He played, um, uh, Maroney. Maroney. Okay. I get confused with Maroney, Falcone. Falcone. This is some of these Onis, Macaroni. <laughs> I think we had, uh, Ricerone and, and, you know, all the different Onis. They're going yeah. they're, they're basically screwing up the city and yeah, it's just a mess. This, this, that. this, uh, yeah. So back to Dano. Yeah. He, Dano. Not to get off topic, but back to Dano. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed him in some other movies. I don't know if you've seen Swiss Army Man with, uh, I think I have. Yeah, he was. Uh, was <laughs> With, he the Swiss Army knife, or was he just the guy who just pulled off the it, stuff? It's this weird ass movie. Okay, it has Jan- Daniel Radcliffe. Now, not to get off topic, but he's Daniel Radcliffe. He's, he's playing Weird Al. I'm kind of excited about that, but we'll talk about more of that later. I don't want to get into that now. Not not to get off topic, but uh, so yeah, he was in a Daniel Radcliffe and Paul Dano were in a movie called Swiss Army Man, where uh, Paul Dano finds I think. Daniel Radcliffe's, it's not supposed to be, you know, obviously he's not playing Daniel Radcliffe, but he's playing a character. Uh, but he finds Daniel Radcliffe's corpse on an island, and he finds out that he's able to use his dead body as different tools, and it's weird. Like, he, he could he could use his farts to, to ride around in the water, and <laughs> I don't know, it's just, he's, he's, he's using him as an axe to chop down trees. It's, it's just the weirdest movie. I don't know, I don't know what to make of that movie, but... Okay, not to get off topic, but yeah, I've seen him in movies like that. I've seen Paul Dano in movies like that. I've seen him in, uh, of course, I think he's in There Will Be Blood, right? Yes. Excellent movie. And then there was a uh, movie that I saw him in. I can't remember the name. I think it had Hugh Jackman in it. Darn, it's such a good movie too, but he gets his... The Surfer movie? The No, the it's, like, it's like a movie where he gets... Some, like, the they, Prisoner? They, Movie? Yeah, I think I think it's called The Prisoner. He gets the shit beat out of him. I feel bad for him. Like he's... Yeah. I think they think he's involved in like stuff, kidnapping or somebody. Or like, I, don't stuff. I, don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, maybe he was. Yeah, I don't know. But something happened in that movie. Yeah, yeah I know I'm being so descriptive, but uh, I'll, have to, I'll have to figure it out. We'll figure it out later. We need to get a, a producer on the boards here so they can look up stuff for us. You know. But uh, for now, I'll, I'll maybe on, an, on another episode I'll elaborate on that movie more. But he was so good in that. I remember he, he got the shit beat out of him and he was bleeding everywhere. Maybe he's always a good actor, and he's in that movie Love and Mercy. Yep. Where he plays um, one of the Beach Boys, right? Uh, Brian, oh, yeah. Brian yeah, Wilson yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yes. He was one of the Beach Boys. And, of course, you know, yeah, you know, Paul Dano was a very good actor. Yeah, he's such a wide range of uh, ability. So I had no doubts about him. And I think, yeah, he, he definitely he definitely outdid himself with the with the role of the Riddler. It's one of those roles where they he said that he had a hard time sleeping. I don't know if that's true, but or if it's just to make it seem more mystical. Kind of like, you know, they always say, like, you know, Heath Ledger, he was troubled after playing the Joker. and Stuff like that or so rumors and whatnot. Who knows, but uh, he definitely did a good job. The only thing I didn't like about the Riddler, that he was so whiny. I'm not going to, not to get into spoilers, not to get off topic here. But uh, there's a point where he, he has a revelation about something that he, he thought something was one way. Happened and, with the Waynes? Uh, let's not get into spoilers here. I'm gonna bleep that out. Bleep that out. Okay. But uh, you know, there was he, he expected the situation he was in. He thought it was going one way, and he saw it as being a certain way. And then all of a sudden, his expectations were flipped around, and it kind of destroyed the, his viewpoint of his world. He thought he was doing something, and it turns out it was something was completely different. And then it just kind of like blows his mind and he just starts going panicking. And I, I think he, I don't know, it was a little, I think he played it good, but at one point he sounded, instead of being like this imposing like, uh, figure like the Zodiac or something like that, he turned into like this little whiny, I don't know, twerp. I don't know. It was just kind of weird, but it was just a little, little gripe and not too, not too big of a Oh no, it's a good movie. Yeah. You should go see it. Oh yeah. Movie definitely. Fans. Yeah. Go see it. Get the hell out there. Uh, pump up this, uh, 
box office on this thing. It's, it's a great movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about the Batman? Oh, the car. The car. What do you think the about car, the car? The car is awesome. I don't know if it was made by Dodge or whatever company, but it was very fantastic. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like it's it's the most sleek, like, bat car. I mean, uh, like all the other ones, it. I think I feel like it have been really, well, I wouldn't say sleek, but I feel like it's more it's more grounded. It's like Corbett a little bit. I think maybe sleek would be, like, the Tim Burton yeah. Batman movie, which is, it seems like it's very, like, machined and well put together and it's very streamlined. and looks like a Tesla. A little bit. Which one? The new Batmobile, or this one? No, I don't know. I think of. it looks like a Tesla. It runs, it's like a it's like a muscle car. Um, and then you know, of course, you have the what do you call it? Okay, let's take it. Let's take it way back. Let's take it to the the '60s Batman. Well, no, even before that, the, the Batmobile used to be like some kind of like old timey car, right? It used to be red, I think, right? Yep. The like, first Batmobile was like red. I don't know. I don't know cars. So it was some kind of old school car, and then then you got the the 60s Batman one. Black and orange. Yeah. And it had like fins on it. And it had like the bubble domes. It was really like yep. of its time. De- definitely iconic. It had, like, definitely that, iconic. It had like that weird. Didn't it have like a, like a red light on the top? Like, like he was like a police officer or something. Something like that. I don't know. Uh, interesting car. This one kind of reminded me, the, the new Batman would be able to kind of remind me of that where it was more like, it was just like more of like a car car. It wasn't like this special military thing or like this, I don't know. Specially created vehicle. It was it was just like a car that someone converted over. That's what this new Batmobile remind me of. Um, and then you, of course you have like I said the Tim Burton one's very sleek, very like streamlined with the with the hatch that reminds me of like an old airplane, like a World War Two airplane or something like that. And then you have uh, the Batman Forever, Batman. Yep. It, um, it's like this big and Batman and Robin one. Yeah, yeah. Like, that one's so Neon. crazy. I actually don't. I actually kind of like the look of those, but. Yeah, the neon is kind of off-putting, and it has like these, it has like these great like fins on it and stuff like that. But I don't like all that neon crap. That oh, it was very stuff. Yeah, definitely an interesting look, though. I mean, definitely. And then, and then you have, of course you have like the tumbler. That one was like a monster. That was like a, a big car. It was like a, a tank. It's like a monster truck. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. It was a different take on it, but I feel like this. And then you know, of course, oh, and then you have the Ben Affleck. I've totally forgot about Ben Affleck. Oh yeah, Batman. Ben Affleck. He. He was more gruff, more rough, and he was like the Frank Miller Batman. Yeah, yeah, I feel more like yes, yeah. yeah. He was definitely an old, an older, more grizzled Batman versus this Batman. He he's just starting out. Um, so I feel like yeah, that's totally on the polar opposites of their timelines, you know. Uh, so you can't really compare the two, but uh, that Batmobile was kind of interesting. It kind of reminded me of the Burton one mixed with the Tumbler. And it was kind of like the fine line between the two, and then, but this, yeah, like this, this new Batmobile is definitely. I feel like it's something you could buy. Like I feel like he bought it and modified it, and it feels really like real. At first, I was at first like seeing it in that. Uh, there's that chase scene. Uh, it felt With the penguin. Yeah, it didn't. It, it didn't seem too imposing. But then there was that one scene. I don't want to give any spoilers away. Um, but it reminded me of like. It almost, it almost, the Batmobile almost looked like a, like a creature in the night kind of thing. There's a point where exactly. he, it was dark and he turns on the lights and it starts growling and then there's flames coming out of it. And then, and you see like the headlights it almost looks like glowing eyes. Uh, Remy, what's that, what's that movie? There's a movie, I think it's Stephen King or something about a car that comes to life or something. Uh, like something like that. It's a, some, some horror movie. Yeah. It's, uh, something like that, you know, it's 
Yeah, I, 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 their movies I, are just ground and stuff like that. You it know, remind like, me of that, but it's like it, it was like a, it was like its own like creature. It was like almost like a you know, like a wolf lurking in the night, waiting to strike. It was it was so cool. I think once I saw that scene, I was like, okay, this Batmobile is kind of badass, and it held its own in that fight. Although the one thing I felt out of place, like everything was pretty grounded. There's a few like FX shots. I felt like they really kind of broke up that groundedness. Like the in the car chase, the car chase was great, but there's one scene I don't want to give. I don't want spoilers. I don't want to do spoilers. You know. Nope. But um, there's a point where he makes like a jump, and I felt like they could have done better on that. And it didn't seem too realistic. I don't know. I don't want to give too much away. But uh, other than that, I feel like you know, there's, besides those few scenes here and there, um, and then there's also a scene like towards the end. I don't, I don't know. Again, no spoilers or anything like that. But uh, it was like the climax of the movie. Uh, when the Riddler is doing his thing, uh, some of the effects in that, I feel like it could have been a bit better. But overall, I feel like it was just, for most of the movie, it felt really, really like grounded and realistic, you know, which is what you want, you know, especially in a kind of movie like this. I'm glad they didn't pull any weird stuff out of left field, like, you know, anything mystical or crazy. They kept, the, the, the tonality was very, very consistent. Uh, but yeah, you know, overall, you say you liked it. Yeah, I, I give it two thumbs up, and uh, you know, it's very recommended by me, and you should all watch it, movie fans. You know, it's very good, very grounded. I do think it's very good. You know, the Colin Farrell plays a very, very different Penguin. Uh, he's unrecognizable, but how would you rate him against uh, Danny DeVito? Uh, a little different. Yeah, well, very different. Uh, I mean, Danny DeVito was like a mutant almost. Like he was like, I mean, and that's him in real life. But like even in the movie, he was more of like a, like a creature character. Like he, you know, he was mutated by the sewer. Or no, no, he was born that way, right? Yep. No, that's right. I was thinking. I was thinking. Ninja Penguins Tur- raisin. Sorry, I was thinking Ninja Turtle. Yeah. yeah so he he he, uh, he was born. They thought he was disgusting. They threw him down the river. Or they threw him in like a, in the sewers, and he ended up. I don't know. What was it like? He got like uh, found by like circus people or something. Yeah, he, he got found by penguins, and then of course circus people must have found him. Something like that. And then yeah, they raised him. It was like that Moses. They, it was a direct reference to Moses, I guess. So I guess that's like Michael Eaton likes Batman. I guess. Yeah, I would say Superman is a more of a Moses kind yes. of story. But uh, yeah, I guess I guess so. If you want to take that whole. You know, floating like floating down the river of, yeah, you know, of, of just, human waste thing. Yeah, you know, it's just something like that. But you know. Yeah. You know, watch Batman Returns. It's very funny. Yeah, Batman Returns was an interesting movie. It had definitely flawed, but it has some good moments. But uh, this, yeah, this Penguin is more definitely more mobster, more um, meatball. He's more like Edward like, D. Robinson. Yeah, he's like, like, a, like, a, like, a, like, a, like Italian mobster kind of guy. Yeah, interesting uh, that they chose Colin Farrell for that. Yeah, I totally he totally blend, blended in in the background of all that makeup. Like it, it, the makeup looked great. And like he totally, I feel like it wasn't even Colin Farrell. Like if it, I was like, oh, yeah, he totally, God, that yeah. was surprising. Yeah, he, he doesn't even look like him. Doesn't even sound like him. You know, he's come a long way from, uh, you know, from some of the other superhero stuff that he did. Like, of course, you know, not to get too off topic, not to get off topic here. But he but, did uh, play Bullseye in Daredevil. Bullseye, yeah, that's uh, I'm sure he wants the to forget that. The director cut is awesome. Yeah, I actually do like the director's cut of that movie. Uh, like a, it is way better than the theatrical release, and I recommend it. Yeah, not to get too off topic, though. Not to get too off topic, but uh, yeah, what a, what a difference between that superhero movie versus this one. 
I mean, he's such a better actor in this movie. I mean, he it has a lot to do with the material that he's given, of course. And, but that that uh, bullseye was so so comical eh. and different. Yeah, that's all I have to say yeah. about it. But yeah, I mean, I just think that you know, overall, the Batman with Robert Pattinson, I give it two thumbs up. Yeah, three. I, up. I would give it three if I had another hand. Uh, I think I might go and see it again because uh, there's so much in there. It's it's such a long movie, and I, I think I. I dozed off a little bit, not because it was a you know I was bored or anything. That, but it, I saw it very late. I saw it like at midnight. So I uh, I'll definitely go back again and uh, and see it. I might uh, see it again. And as the movie has been out for a bit more and everyone's seen it, we'll uh, we'll do a better breakdown. We'll you know we'll we'll pick apart this movie. I just don't want to give away too much. We're kind of dancing on the. The very edge of what this movie is and, 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 and stuff about it. So Spoiler free podcast. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. That's I feel like that's the ethical thing to do. Yep. You wanna Yeah, we just mad. wanna we, we wanna keep away from the spoilers and whatnot because we won't say anything like that because we want you movie fans to see this new Batman movie and give us your opinion. Definitely. Um well, I think that's it for today. Yep. So I uh, just want to say, you know, this is, you know, been an experience. Hopefully, you know, you like what you hear. We're we're gonna do more in the future. We're gonna do better in depth, you know, reviews, breakdowns, and uh, you know, I think you'll like what's in store. So uh, signing off from the men who watch movies. This is Alec, and this is DJ. Thanks saying, for listening. Keep on watching. There you go.